Welcome to the Remote Leadership Podcast. I'm Deborah Dinocenzo. For more than two decades, I've helped organizations and leaders successfully go virtual. Join me to learn tips, techniques, and skills that leaders and teams in your organization can implement now to achieve effectiveness in our evolving remote workplace. Thank you for joining me for this episode of the Remote Leadership Podcast. I'm Deborah Dinocenzo, and I'm glad to have another opportunity to share success strategies for leaders of remote and hybrid teams. This will be the first of a two-part podcast that allows me to welcome a special guest. I recently had the opportunity to meet with and be interviewed by Jack Canfield, author of The Success Principles. It was an honor to talk with Jack, who asked me to share my journey that brought me from corporate executive with telework experience to remote workplace consulting, coaching, and speaking. Like me, Jack spent a good part of his career working in the traditional workplace. And like many of you listening, he has found that the way we work, build relationships, and achieve results is evolving. My journey reflects that evolution, although I've spent the last two decades helping leaders and teams learn how to be productive in this new world of work, well before hybrid and remote work became as mainstream as it is now. So let me ask Jack to help us explore how I came to be where I am now and why I'm so passionate about the work I do and why mastering leadership effectiveness in the remote workplace is so critical. Hi, I'm Jack Kempfield. You may know me as the co-author of the Chicken Soup for the Soul series, the book, The Success Principles, featured teacher in the movie, The Secret. I'm sitting here with Deborah Dinocenzo, and I'm really excited about this interview we're about to have. So let's start just basically with what do you do? I am a virtual workplace and remote leadership expert. I've been doing this a very long time, and I help organizations, leaders, and teams uh, with their skills and the tools and techniques they need to work effectively in the expanding remote workplace. That's interesting. How, how did you how did you drop into that? What was the, the That is interesting. Yeah. I a long time ago, before we knew, even knew what all of this was, I decided I wanted to have a little bit more time out of the office and created an opportunity to do that. And then I had an opportunity to take a job and to move to another state and I didn't want to do that. And so uh the company the CEO said, well, why don't you stay where you are and we'll do this remotely. So I got hands-on experience with this first as an executive and then segued into creating a business. So when the pandemic occurred, you must have been in big demand, I would think. Well, things did change with the pandemic and have continued to change. And one of the things I always remind people is, and leaders particularly, is that you know, we 
During the pandemic, we talked about the new normal, and I continue to talk about the next normal because, as we all know, it's continued to evolve, and it's going to continue to evolve. So change underlies a lot of this, and having people be prepared for new ways to work and new ways to live in this environment as well. Interesting. Now, you're, you're very passionate about what you do. Why are you so passionate about it? Well, for me, it it's a personal thing. It's a very heartfelt uh, reason why I do this. I've lived through the pain of severe overwork and a complete out of balance when it comes to work-life balance. So I've been a passionate advocate for people uh, to be able to balance as much as possible. There's no perfect balance. The metaphor I always use is a unicycle. And the only way to stay up on a unicycle is to constantly be moving. We always say it's balancing, not balance. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. right. It's balancing and it's evolving all the time as people move through the different changes of their lives. And as organizations change, everything's dynamic. So we have to, uh, you have to pivot. We have to change. We have to have the capacity to do that uh, w- without it destroying us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. I'm curious. You do what you do. Well, I ask this question. Are there a lot of other people that do what you do, or are you unique? Well, I wouldn't say I'm totally unique. I will say I've been doing this a very long time, and uh, almost everyone that started early in the consulting space for telecommuting, remember that term, right? Um, has either retired or, sadly, several of those people that I knew passed away. And so um, I have been evolving the, my capabilities to deliver what teams and leaders and organizations need to keep them on top of their game so they can develop high-performance hybrid teams um, and remote leaders that have the capability to accomplish work and accomplish The other things leaders need to do, they need to build trust and they need to ensure that they're communicating effectively through different technology tools and they're getting work done in different ways. And so um, I'm unique in that I've started in this early and I'm still in the game. (laughs) (laughs) Lots of experience. Lots of decades of experience, actually. As a matter of fact, I've published my first book, 101 Tips for Telecommuters in 1999. So I have been doing this for a long time, and so much has changed, and uh, I, I'm excited about the the things that have changed and the all the new capabilities we have that we didn't have back in the day when you know we just had speaker phones in the middle of conference tables, and, right. and now we've got you know wonderful capabilities that allow people to connect. Uh, so I've even redefined what face-to-face means. There's on-site, face-to-face, and there's regular now face-to-face with all the remote work that we do. Yeah, yeah. I spent a lot of time in front of my computer with a lot of faces. Yes, yes, and that's still face-to-face. It's right. just not on-site. It's not, you know, we can touch each other, but it's it's a huge improvement, and and people have to learn to be skillful at that and comfortable with that and to do the human parts of that through that technology. We'll continue my discussion with Jack during the next episode of my podcast, but I want to highlight a few things that Jack and I discussed. I'm generally tech toe agnostic, 
relative to the technology resources that have enabled the much wider proliferation of remote work. And, and we surely have a wealth of resources now that give us more powerful and impactful ways for leaders to connect with teams from a distance. What's important in this really is, however, the connections that must happen and still must happen in a human, authentic, and frequent way. For many years, I've included a wonderful little quote in, in several of my books and in most of my keynotes. Adam Goodhart, who previously worked for USA Today, wrote way back in 2000, connectivity is not the same thing as connection. And while this is really an important reminder still today for leaders, we must leverage all this great connectivity that we have to make those critical connections with people that work for and with us. Most of the leaders I work with and their teams as well are still sorting out the overload that all this connectivity offers or forces us to face, which tools to use, how best to use them, how often to reach out for those touch points that leaders know must happen. Leaders and their teams must decide what's best for them, agree on expectations, and identify which of those many, many resources to use for which types of communication. Sadly, there isn't a magic bullet for this, and certainly not a one-size-fits-all solution. But not agreeing on communication protocols, timing of reach-outs and expectations ends up creating confusion, lack of clarity, and communication vacuums, all of which do not support people, productivity, or profits. Leaders also tell me that they are increasingly aware of the importance of being incredibly organized when working with remote or hybrid teams. Failure to nail organizational skills results in unclear priorities and lapses in communication touch points, again, all of which does not support people, productivity, or profits. To be effective in the virtual workplace, leaders must be mindful of managing communication with team members, with peers, collaborators, uh, other stakeholders, and not leaving those critical touch points to chance. And of course, many of the previous kinds of accidental touch points that happened as a natural part of working together on site just aren't occurring now by virtue of remote work realities. Leaders are also increasingly aware of the vital connection between communication and team member satisfaction, motivation, and retention. While many leaders still struggle with how to make those connections happen and to happen really well, they at least realize that remote leadership mastery is essential to their effectiveness now and into the future. 
So we'll wrap up with some parting thoughts from Jack, and I look forward to sharing more of my discussion with him in the next episode of the Remote Leadership Podcast. Hi, I'm Jack Kempfield. You may know me as the co-author of the Chicken Soup for the Soul series, the book, The Success Principles, featured teacher in the movie, The Secret. I'm sitting here with Deborah Denicenzo, who is a virtual workplace and remote leadership expert and consultant and works with corporations and companies and small groups and large groups and anyone who's got people that are working virtually and remotely, which is pretty much most organizations in today's world, especially post-pandemic. And um, I just did a major conversation with her and learned about what she does. And she is probably one of the most, what should I say, skilled, experienced persons who's been doing this work way, way, way longer than almost anyone on the planet. And as the world keeps evolving and changing, as we know it is both uh, technically and also with, you know, with all the technology and the changes of people working all over the world, and uh, she's got skills that can come in and help you assess what's working and what's not working, what are the obstacles, what are the blocks, how to build trust and better communication with everybody. And um, I want to just encourage you to work with her because I know just in the few things that we talked about, I started thinking about my own company, and literally what we need to be focusing on as well, and some of the things that we as leaders don't think about. And then I'll, I'll hear from one of my staff people that you know six months later, something we could have handled a lot earlier if we'd been conscious. So it's about conscious, intentional awareness and uh, leadership skills that you can develop. So I really strongly encourage you to reach out to her and take advantage of what she has to offer. Uh, I think that we're in a new age of uh, technology and worldwide uh, communication, and we need that kind of support. And none of you got it. I don't care if you went to the Wharton Business School or to Harvard Business School, it wasn't taught there. So I just want to know you to know that she is really the real deal, and uh, you'd be really well served if you were to reach out to her and take advantage of her expertise. This is Deborah with a quick reminder about our Remote Leadership Mastery Program. This coaching program leverages intentional and authentic connections with team members to achieve targeted productivity and profitability. For individual leaders or small leadership groups, this is timely coaching to ensure hybrid leadership excellence. See the show notes for a link to schedule a call with me to learn more or to enroll. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Remote Leadership Podcast. To learn more about how I can help you and your team, your colleagues, and your organization master the skills, systems, and culture for the remote hybrid work environment, see the show notes for ways to reach me or contact me at remoteleadershippodcast.com. Thanks for listening and for always learning.